Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, October 19th, 2022 on Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, are you calm? Are you... Never. Are you... Never, not once in my life, but thank you for asking. After yesterday's show, I just want to make sure that everybody's okay. We're all... Nobody's okay. Not no. once. No. <laughs> certainly, certainly none of the three of us at any no. given well, time. I feel like I might be the most okay of the three of us, at least in comparison yeah, with the others. Maybe, but maybe. We'll see. Grace um, and I are known wrecks, in fact. And proud of it. Um, yeah, yeah there, there's a lot going on in the theater world. We're going to hit a little bit on that today, but we've talked about it each of the last two episodes, and so we're going to kind of mostly avoid that. But there is actual news that we want to get into uh, on today's episode, but I do want to let you know that there will be uh, some special episodes coming up in the feed, and also I will be joining this week on Broadway on Sunday, so make sure that you are listening on our Patreon feed at patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon to get all of the news before you can get it anywhere else. But let's start with some Broadway cast news. And this one has a couple tentacles that I want to pull on. This was the full announcement of the Broadway cast for the Manhattan Theater Club's presentation of the collaboration. We already know that Jeremy Pope will be playing Jean-Michel Basquiat and Paul Bettany will be playing Andy Warhol, reprising the roles uh, from the production that they did over in London. Joining them on Broadway will be current Broadway Cinderella Krista Rodriguez as Maya who plays Basquiat's yeah. girlfriend and then Eric Jensen who plays art dealer Bruno in the show. He was uh, previously seen on Broadway in 2003's The Exonerated. Mm-hmm. The show will begin performances on November 29th with an opening night on December 21st, uh, 20th on the at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater and it'll be directed as it was at the Young Vic in London by Kwame Kwai Arma. So, I mm-hmm. love my love for Krista Rodriguez is well known. Absolutely. But here's He's the thing. Co-signed. Yeah. If she has to go start this show on November 29th, that means she's probably leaving no later than the first week of November. Yeah, exactly. I've got, t- I've got tickets to see the show, to see Into the Woods early in November. She will still be there. She's mm-hmm. still listed as being there. Uh, but she can pull double duty for a little bit on this. So True. she's obviously not one of the two main leads of the show. Um, so she would leave, but that still leaves but otherwise a we've month. got a new Cinderella coming in. Yeah. Right. That means we've got about a month and a half of a new Cinderella. And I have to wonder who it is. Is it, That's are we going to get question. Danae Benton back from the Encores production? Will Pippa come back to close out the show? We don't know. Is there somebody else that you would love to be a dream? Cinderella oh, in this know. production? I don't know. I haven't actually for once given much thought to it. I would like to see Pippa come back, uh, you know, done with guys and dolls at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think she was spectacular and honestly uh, one of the best that there's been, 100%. Yeah, I, I don't know that there's anybody else on my list. I mean, <laughs> if we wanted to talk about <laughs> drama, I could think of a Cinderella uh, that could yeah. come in there and would really get <laughs> people talking. Thought. It was a thought, yeah. It was a thought. I wonder. Uh, that would certainly be interesting. But uh, I don't know. I Here's the thing. I'm coming back in December, and yeah. depending on who they cast, <laughs> am I going to have to see it again? Yeah, because, obviously. I mean, I've just, seen just it. because anyway. I've seen it on Encores. I saw it on Broadway with the original cast. I'm seeing it with this new cast, semi-newish cast, because uh, Brian yeah. Dorsey James will be back. Um, I, I mean, I'm up to seeing it for a fourth time, depending on if they uh, uh, shake yeah, up the twist, casting anymore. Twist your arm, really. 
Yeah, I could. I mean, <laughs> should I just get the ticket now? I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll you're, you're talking to the right person to influence, encourage, and whatever else. Either way, the collaboration is certainly on my list. It was already on my list uh, yeah. even before the addition of Krista, and that Good will make it almost certainly. Yep. All right, let's move on to talking about last week's Broadway grosses. Overall, Broadway saw an increase of two shows last week. That is with the uh, the Broadway debuts of new shows, um, uh, Kimberly Akimbo and Yay. K-pop. Those joined the boards. Uh, so that goes from 25 to 27 shows. However, there was a 2% decrease in the overall Broadway grosses, but that is mainly because of the Indigenous Peoples holiday weekend from the previous week. So overall, Broadway came in at $28,621,480, just about $400,000 less than the previous week. But despite the 2% decline in grosses, there was actually a 2% increase in attendance coming in at 225,731 butts in seats. For the most part, because they were coming off a holiday weekend, the grosses, for the most part, saw slight declines for most shows. However, there were two shows that saw week to week increases that are mm-hmm. that, uh, sorry, that were over $100,000. The biggest one was actually Leopold Stott coming in with a, uh, a bump of $191,096. And then Death of a Salesman actually having an increase during the week that it opened, um, with $111,528. Overall, unsurprising, the biggest grocer last week week was the music man although it did dip below uh the three million dollar mark to come in at two million nine hundred twenty five thousand four hundred sixty three dollars it was followed by hamilton at 2.05 million lion king at 1.82 the uh, mj at 1.78 and wicked at 1.73 the rest of the shows north of seven figures in descending order were Funny Girl, Phantom of the Opera, Moulin Rouge, Aladdin, Cursed Child, Six, Into the Woods, the aforementioned Leopoldstadt, Beetlejuice, and the Book of Mormon. Dan, at the other end of the scale, not counting K-pop because it only had four performances during its first week of previews. We had Top Dog, Underdog uh, at the bottom, again, still in previews at the Golden Theater, uh, did about $220,000. It was followed by Cost of Living, which actually saw a fairly decent $550,438 increase week over week. Then we had Kimberly Akimbo only doing six performances to come in at $300,000. Then we had 1776 and then the Kite Runner coming in at sixth from the bottom. Overall, uh, a few shows uh, saw full capacity last week, a little bit more than normal, actually. We actually saw four shows above 100%. The largest was the Phantom of the Opera. And this is something that we've talked about, especially Grace and I, because Grace and I were doing the shows with um, uh, with Grosses recently. Like We saw Come From Away and Dear Evan Hansen, once those closing announcements came in, even if they weren't necessarily doing huge numbers in terms of the Grosses, they were packing them in. So Phantom of the Opera came in at 100.86% of its, uh, of its overall capacity. Hamilton was next at 100.64, MJ at 100.42, and Funny Girl at 100.36. So I, I wonder if Phantom can continue to ride this wave before it closes. Oh, I'm sure. And, and much like uh, Come From Away and Dear Evan Hansen did. Both of those shows continued to do really solid business. Uh, they were pushed out of their theaters because of the ex- uh, exercising of stop clauses from the Schubert's. Phantom is a much different situation. And like I said, it is 
closing. Quote, yeah, exactly. Quote, unquote. Can you, can you hear my air quotes with that? Um, yeah. And that is for a much different reason. I think the fact that it still did $1.6 million last week and is over 100% capacity shows you that it didn't need to close for demand or, or you know, issues like that because people weren't coming. There were other reasons that Cam right. Mac wanted to close it, and that's a discussion. Well, for it definitely another day. had it definitely had periods of low capacity. This yeah, is just 100%. not currently one of them. It was one of the four shows on the week that was standing room only with Hamilton, Funny Girl, and MJ. Yeah. So it's doing all right at the moment for you know all the reasons we've already discussed. But it certainly had slower weeks. Let's just yeah. say that, of course, but. A show that's been running for 35 years, it's already recouped. We'll do that. So yeah, it's as, fine. As I think it's going to be okay. Yeah, especially because it's not actually closing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, discussion <laughs> well, for, for another day. For like a minute and a half, maybe. Yeah, or three, three months. Maybe, maybe. Like three uh, months, that's maybe. That's, that's, uh, that's, 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 the, that's the guess of the moment. That is the current guess. Yeah. All right, Ash, let's take a real quick break from all these suppositions. <laughs> and let's talk yeah. about our friends over at Today Dicks, who are this week's sponsor. I might as well just go on Today Ticks right now and get my ticket for December to see Into the Woods again because they yeah, have tickets. Yeah, it already hasn't happened yet. Yeah, well, I haven't done anything for my December trip because I'm still trying to focus on my November trip. But if mm, and when I am ready to start excuses. thinking about my December foray up to the Great White Way, Today Ticks mm. will be one of the very first places that I start looking for shows, whether it's the big pricey Broadway musicals like Into the Woods or yeah, or whether I want to see a small show at an off-off Broadway theater or a cabaret, Today Takes is the absolute best place to find shows because they make it so easy to find things and incredibly affordable. Today Takes is a one-stop shop for theater tickets that has the best value for everything from Broadway and beyond. All you need to do is visit todaytakes.com or download their app and you can find whatever type of show that you want to see and getting tickets is easier than ever with the today takes app you can check out in 30 seconds trust me i've done it uh (laughs) and you can have your tickets right there on your phone with ease yeah it doesn't matter if you're coming in november december or this is for like this week or today they make it so you don't have to break the bank they give you access to exclusive pre-sales limited time offers digital lottery programs to sold out shows and of course day of discounted tickets they have a rush lottery and day of deals section on their site which includes 1776 cost of living death of a salesman so i mean the Great best show. shows yeah the best shows that Broadway has to offer at the moment and it's not just for Broadway and it's not just for the West End you can find tickets in cities across the country around the world that includes Chicago LA DC San Francisco Sydney Australia and more don't miss out on live entertainment see that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less go to todaytix.com slash Broadway and use promo code Broadway to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase that's promo code Broadway at today TixTix.com slash Broadway for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase. One more time, todaytix.com slash Broadway and use promo code Broadway. All right, let's do it. Once more into the breach, dear friends. Oh, God. Because we have to. I mean, like, this is legitimate yeah. news. Patty Lapone gave an interview to people in which she explains her decision to leave, quote, the worst union. 
Uh, her quote, I'm just going to read some of the quotes because I don't feel like I have anything to add in terms of commentary. Sure. Uh, she said, quote, they accepted my resignation and told me that if I ever wanted to rejoin, I'd have to be approved. And it's the perfect reason why I withdrew from equity. 50 years to this year, I've been a card-carrying member of equity, and they don't know who I am, basically. They just said, <laughs> fine, but if you want to rejoin, we're going to have to approve you. Uh, Lapone goes on to say that equity doesn't, quote, support actors at all, saying they're just not good, and I just didn't want to give them any more money. She goes on to say, I just thought this is ridiculous, and I don't know when I'm going to be back on stage. But then the best kept secret is that you can perform without being a member of equity. Nobody knows that. So I don't use their services. So I am not a member of equity anymore. There are certainly things like Broadway producers uh -huh. can pay. I mean, there are ways to have non-equity performers in Broadway shows. Sure. It's expensive and nobody actually wants to do it. Uh, but you can do that. Um I, this, I, I, uh, that's all I have to say. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the extent of my commentary right there. We are, I, I, I speak for myself for the most part. I, I've, I've voiced my issues with equity over the years very openly. Like I, I have issues with equity and the way they handle a lot of things. Um, but also like this feels like, like killing a fly with a sledgehammer, Patty. Like mm -hmm. you weren't even involved in this conversation. People were just comparing a situation that you were in to how you were treated better than someone else. They weren't saying you were wrong. I mean, you were, but I mean, that wasn't the point of the conversation. So I don't actually understand what the hell we're doing here. I still can't I, really I just tell. Don't. I still can't really tell. And my assumption is that she resigned right after company was done and not as a Perhaps. consequence of this conversation, which is what she made it sound like yesterday. So I'm not really taking anything as like Patty Lapone is reacting to everybody else reacting. Maybe. I hope so. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's just yeah. weird and I don't I don't it's get just, it. It's just I don't care. <laughs> it's just like uh like I told Grace yesterday, it's yeah. one of those stories that when it came out, uh, I just knew it was gonna dominate my whole week. <laughs> and it's just not a story. And it's Patty Lapone being Patty Lapone, like yeah. nothing in what she just said. You can hear it in her voice. Like, yes, you can, doll. There, there, exactly. There is absolutely nothing in that statement that sounds unlike Patty Lapone. So it's yeah. just like it's it's a matter if you like her or not, which I am obviously well on Same. the record of having and will continue to do. So it's just you know it's 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 the news cycle. It's it's the way Time. it works. We're gonna we're gonna Time. continue to hear about it for no reason. Great. Yeah. Moving on. Um, so <laughs> earlier this week, producers Ken Davenport and the Primary Wave Music You're Organization. All the hits today. I am. They announced the development of a new musical called The Ten, which is inspired by the power and spiritual energy of gospel featuring music that also draws from hip hop, bluegrass, R&B, soul and the blues. The, mu uh, the new musical will feature music and lyrics by the Grammy nominated team Future Cut, which is Tunde Babalola and Darren Lewis, as well as Emily Phillips and a book by Nambi E. Kelly. And it will be directed by Tony winner Ruben Santiago Hudson. Of the show, Santiago Hudson said, quote, The Ten is loosely based on the story of Moses and the Ten Commandments set in our current times. Through this fascinating story, we will span the landscape of modern music from soul and gospel to funk, country, folk, and everything in between. 
I, I mean, okay. I'll take yeah. it. That kind yeah. of music directed by Ruben Santiago Hudson. I know he's not getting involved with something that is not quality. So yeah, totally. I'll go on that ride with him. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, not necessarily for me, but I will absolutely yeah. never forsake any show that wants to do something different as far as genre and sound on Broadway, especially. Yeah, um, that show is aiming for Broadway. There is a demo of some of the music that we will have in the link in the show notes if you want to check it out. All right. Speaking of shows that are in development, coming up later this week, a new musical based on a character from Les Mis will have an invite-only equity presentation. It is based off of, and obviously this is not just from the musical, this is from the book, uh, the original book. It'll tell the story of the young little rabble-rouser Gavroche. It will feature book, music, and lyrics by Bonnie Gleicker, and it'll be directed by Katie Davis. Um... Gavroche, as you might remember, is like the street kid who um, ends up it, f- with the students in the show. They don't mention this, but in the book, uh, he is the Tenardier's son. He is the the younger brother mm-hmm. uh, of Eponine and Azelma, uh, who are his older sisters. Um, so an interesting story here. The music is a pop contemporary score. So um, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why not, I guess? Yeah. Well, yeah whatever. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. I mean, Gavroche is a fun character in yeah. Les Mis. Well, obviously, yeah. it'll be a much different kind of thing uh, in this show, but... Not exactly uh, a character that I would have begged for a, a show centering, but hey. I mean, I would have... You know who I would have asked for? Like, a non-major character. Like, not one of the leads. Not, you know... Javert or Jean Valjean. No, I, I would have gone with um, Grand Terre. I think Grand Terre is a really interesting character. He's the one okay. who, yeah. who, and if I, it's been a while since I've read the book, I feel like he might have had a semi queer coded relationship with Andra, I think. Possibly. Someone, correct me if I'm wrong, somebody who's read yeah. the book more recently than I have. But there you go. I it's not that, me. I'm not the person. I think there might have been one. But anyway. Um, we'll all right, let's up. wrap the show up with a feel-good recommendation, and that is heading back to Good Morning America that has been on a roll with Broadway performances here recently. On yeah. Tuesday, the cast of K-pop performed This Is My Korea. Uh, it is the very first time that the song has ever been performed on television. Uh, as we've talked about before, the show is now playing at Circle in the Square Theater. It'll have its official opening on November 20th. Grace talked on Monday's episode about going to the second preview and her whole bubble tea thing. And um, she can't talk about the show since it's still in previews. But mm-hmm. um, I think just by watching this, it seems like a lot of fun. So excited. Uh, I don't th- – since I'm going at the beginning of November, I don't think I'm going to be able to get tickets – that early because it doesn't open until the 20th. So it'll be on my trip to, uh, December list trip. for December. Five times into the woods, yeah. five times and yeah. a collaboration yeah. because of Krista. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, everybody. That's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no, this is Ashley. All right, everybody have a wonderful hump day and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>